And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all of North Alabama. I'm talking about we covered down on some ground way down south of Birmingham to up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back over to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi, thrown in just for good measure. Uh, thanks for staying with us. We're almost to the end of the show. It's go-home time. And listen, we're in that weird week, all right? This is that weird that weird week. You're kind of in the holiday purgatory. What day of the week is it? I don't even know what day this is. You know, you're looking at it and thinking, if it weren't for the fact that we played the Camel soundtrack, I might not know what day it was on the show. Um, and so all that to say, it's that weird week where it's almost like things are more chill even at work. So if you are going to work tomorrow morning, you might be wearing jeans where you normally wouldn't be. Let me just encourage you. Make it feel more like a holiday on your way in tomorrow morning by stopping at Just Love Coffee Cafe. Two locations in our listening area, one on Hughes Road out in Madison towards City Hall, the other on South Parkway in Huntsville down yonder towards uh, Whole Foods. So stop by in the morning. Maybe you just avoid the usual biscuit through the drive-thru, right? You stop at Just Love Coffee Cafe. I'm looking at the menu right now. Whew, you might get a womlet. A womlet, you say? Yes, a giant omelet cooked in a waffle iron that has eggs, sauces, cheddar cheese, onions, peppers, tomatoes, tater tots, all in it and sprinkle with black pepper. It's I've had I love the tater. I love that the omelet. But then there's the bacon tater. The bacon tater, hash brown waffle. Hash brown waffle. Hash brown waffle. Cheddar cheese and bacon sprinkled with black pepper. Serve with a side of sour cream or ketchup. You got dippers, which you can have, by the way, as a sausage or chicken wrapped in a waffled biscuit, served with a choice of sausage, gravy, syrup, or mustard. You got all this stuff on the menu that's so different, so much better than the average grab it on the way, stop by. Just Love Coffee Cafe. Maybe get you a giant cappuccino or just some freshly ground dry roast coffee and something off the menu that you'll be glad you had. Make your day special. Just Love Coffee Cafe. Two locations, Hughes Road in Madison, South Parkway in Huntsville. And please tell them when you get to the checkout counter, you heard about it on Right Side Radio. All right. Uh, hey, listen, we are in number three of the Triple Dipper. Boomer, we made it. We made it. We did. Woo! To number three. <laughs> that's it. Like, that's always an applause. It's always. It's always an applause. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll be in the area all day. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, but, yeah, we made it. Um, so, number three on the Triple Dipper, Vaccine Odyssey. I say that because this has been some more kind of a ride. You know, Homer's Odyssey filled with adventures and monsters that got in the way and things that happened. Well, it's a vaccine odyssey. The military has been through the ringer when it comes to the vaccines. It's been a question that has affected morale. It's been a question that's caused division in the ranks. It's been a question that has caused the president of the United States, the commander-in-chief, to treat people differently. It's been a question that's been called up because I'm a believer in good order and discipline, and yet I'm also a firm believer in religious freedom. And you had people that were applying for what the law allows them to apply for. By the way, don't think they were being disobedient or in some way dishonorable. The law of the nation allows everyone, in uniform or not, to have freedom of religion. And by the way, there's a thing called the Freedom, uh, the, the, I've forgotten the name of it now, the, the act is the Freedom, Restoration of Freedom in Religion Act or something like that. But the bottom line is this. You can't tell them they cannot apply for an accommodation for their religious beliefs. And yet the military was denying people wholesale without giving them what the law requires is a one-on-one, case-by-case review. And you had people losing their careers, despite the fact that the law on one hand says you can ask for religious accommodation, but on the other, 
they're being denied the opportunity and told to end a career that they were very likely passionate about. So when this happens, it's a complete disruptor for morale. And by the way, it suppresses recruiting. And don't tell me it didn't. Recruiting's at an all-time low. Well, there's some say that's because there's so many jobs available in the civilian sector, people don't feel the need to go to the military. Bull crap. That's not true. Look at the labor participation rate. There may be jobs available, but the labor participation rate still sucks because they're still paying people to stay home. There are some states where the level of welfare and, um, and benefits you get for not being at work exceeds that what you might get for the average job. So don't try and use that whole, well, the job market is booming out there, so that's the reason why people aren't joining the military. Might be some, but it doesn't account for the record levels of low recruiting, 40-year lows. They're perking up a little bit now, but even, even some of the generals are beginning to admit that the vaccine mandate was a part of the reason why people were avoiding the recruiters. All right. Let's talk about some things that happened. Let's give you a little bit of the odyssey, a little bit of the odyssey, the, the, the manner in which this had to go down, all right, over time. So President Biden, with zero fanfare, no public statements. And by the way, where's the press on this? Could the press please ask um, the uh, glass ceiling breaking press secretary uh, where we are on this? Why is the White House not made a statement? President Biden signed the defense policy bill this past Friday as he left for the Christmas weekend. That includes a provision cleared by the House and the Senate to repeal the administration's military vaccine mandate. Um, it goes on to say that here are the things that happened along the way. So remember, the very first lawsuit that was filed. So Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin implemented the vaccine mandate in August of 21. So we're not quite a year and a half ago. He implemented the mandate. Immediately, it began to be controversial. There was the first federal lawsuit was filed in November of 21 by 35 active duty SEALs and three reservists. These were all special operators. Fox News learned, this story, by the way, came from Fox News, uh, dated December 23rd. Fox News Digital learned that a series of directives by the U.S. Navy had promised severe punishment against violators, including court-martial, criminal prosecution, revocation of special operator status, drastic pay cuts, and a ban on travel for SEALs who did not comply with the mandate by the end of November 2021. A lower court, though, issued the first hold, the very first one, the first legal injunction was issued in early 2022 as a result of that lawsuit. Next, what do we have? Oh, by the way, they also discovered, by the way, that unvaccinated Navy sailors who were requesting religious exemptions were being transferred into deplorable living conditions. Fox News is the only one who reported on that. Substandard housing. Uh, internment, I guess. The Air Force and the Space Force. So last month, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld an injunction from October that protects unvaccinated U.S. Air Force and Space Force service members from being punished or involuntarily terminated. But the Air Force is still grounding pilots who sought religious accommodations. The Marines. The Marines very quietly issued some interim guidance in September of this year, which amended the action they were taking against Marines um, who were seeking religious accommodations. The amended guidance came only, though, after a U.S. federal district court in Florida issued an injunction against the Marine Corps from taking certain actions against those seeking religious exemptions. See, all of this is allowed by law. You're allowed to say, under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, that's what I was trying to say, I couldn't find my terms a minute ago, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, you're allowed to seek an accommodation. And you may have to validate it. 
You may have to approve it, but the military is supposed to give you a one-on-one case-by-case review. They weren't doing it. The U.S. Army subjected unvaccinated soldiers to punishment, including prohibiting off-base travel, halting promotions, and enforcing involuntary terminations for the service, which active duty service members claim was a strategy to pressure them to abandon deeply held religious beliefs. Uh, Army spokesperson did confirm that there were certain adverse administrative actions that were being pursued. We know that. And the Army has separated nearly 2,000 soldiers for refusing the COVID-19 vaccine. So when you take the attrition from those who were discharged, upwards of 8,000 total, I believe, and then you look at the low recruiting for those coming in, you have both a retention and a recruiting problem. And COVID-19 vaccine mandates were largely at the heart of it. And, and, and by the way, it, it, it portrays a service that won't take care of its individuals. That's what's happening. Well, we're taking care of them. We're making them get a shot that'll keep them from getting sick, except it doesn't. We're, we're, we're giving them an order. It's an order. They're supposed to follow orders. They're also allowed to have freedom of religion because you don't sacrifice all of you may You may sacrifice some measure of movement and freedom, but you don't sacrifice your constitutional rights. You don't sacrifice your liberties when you go in the service. You don't. All right. There's going to be some interesting developments, though. And what we're not hearing right now is the DOD's way of implementing this. Now, the DOD did issue a cease and desist. They stopped. They stopped cold, hard stop. They were allowed 30 days to accommodate after the signature, but they gave a hard stop on day day two, I think. So good on them for that. But the U.S. military, according to the CNN, is also bracing for the impacts of how this implementation is going to go down. Now, this is interesting, I will admit, because they're pointing out in this article from CNN on December 8th, and by the way, this was CNN also trying to basically get the message out there that Congress shouldn't pass the bill, but they did. Um, that this is going to be interesting when you have military foreign partners, foreign nations that we partner with or train with or, or have stationed you know, troops in, um, that they require COVID vaccine mandates, and yet we're not now. Hmm. Okay. Well, we can deal with that. And I guarantee you they still want us there. I guarantee they do. Deputy Defense Press Secretary Sabrina Singh declined on Wednesday to go into detail about what the Pentagon was preparing for. This is about several weeks ago, by the way, if the mandate was repealed, which it now has. Instead, emphasizing that Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin believes the mandate was still important. Uh, She called it a readiness issue if we got rid of it. I call it a readiness issue if we kept it. She said it's not just about, the article says it's not just about American troops often having additional vaccine requirements. It's the question of what's going to happen with the foreign countries we interact with. For instance, they say in the article, uh, retired General Robert Abrams, who used to command all U.S. troops in South Korea, says it's going to be difficult because South Korea and Japan are countries that host thousands of U.S. service members, and they still require a COVID vaccine for entry. Hmm. Okay. Well, then we just tell them if they don't want us there, let us know. We'll save billions of dollars. It's not going to happen, though. What they're going to do is they're going to wind up amending their own policies, and it's going to be fine. Marine Corps Commandant David Berger did say uh, several weeks ago the mandate was having an impact on recruiting. He, he pointed out, though, in the way that kind of talks down about people that didn't want the vaccine by saying because of they live in parts of the country where there's still myths and disbeliefs about it. <laughs> well, General, just go ahead and accept the fact that it was hurting your recruiting, and that's where the conversation could stop. 
All right, so the vaccine odyssey. What is it, what's it going to do to the troops? What, what's going to happen? Is there going to be any reinstatement? I got something on that. We get back from the break. Y'all stay tuned. We get back. We'll talk about what's going to happen. That was, that was the vaccine mandate has gone away. But what happens to those who were discharged in the process? In the last year and a half, 8,000 people lost their careers. And by the way, that doesn't even account for the ones who voluntarily put in their papers. A good friend of mine did that. He had 16 years of service. He decided he was getting out because he wasn't going to do it, and he would get out under his own steam. Wow. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all of North Alabama. Solid conservative, just plain right. Hey, by the way, let me just tell you, the, the folks at ZLA Solutions, by the way, these are friends of mine. I know these people personally. I talk to them quite regularly. ZLA Solutions has been tearing it up. Their, their expansion has been something to behold. And it's because they are so good at what they do. They provide lots of different business-level solutions. They can do things like your sorting and containment, your logistics, your warehousing. But their bread and butter, man, is staffing. And if you are personally looking for a job, you can go to their website, ZLAUSA.com. They've got great jobs posted all over the northern part of our state, really out of the state now, too. But if you're an individual, excuse me, if you're an employer looking to find some individuals to come to work for you, they can do that for you. All the recruiting, the background checks, the drug testing, blue collar, white collar, no collar, it don't matter. ZLA Solutions. They do what they do because their goal in life is what their motto is, to help you make your business better. They like to say at ZLA, we don't make it. We just make it better. That's what they love doing, and they're doing a good job at it. So give them a call. Check them out. ZLAUSA.com is the website. Please, by the way, tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. All right, I got uh, still in number three of the Triple Dipper, the vaccine odyssey for the military. Uh, I got a caller on the line. Is that Jeff? Jeff from Indiana. How you doing, bud? I'm keeping warm anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's saying something, and you're not on the road yet right now, are you? No, I go back on the third. Thank goodness. Well, (laughs) all right. What you thinking, man? How about this vaccine? I see you got something on the board here about you wanting to call and talk about the vaccine. What you thinking? Yeah, I mean, you you seem still feel feel you still seem to be under the impression that the, that the enforcement arm <laughs> of the government enforces laws that they don't like. <laughs> that just don't happen. <laughs> well, so what are, what are you saying? What, are you, what are you, with regards to the vaccine? What do you mean? Well, as far as the vaccine and everything and everything else, uh, when when you know they pass laws and they say they're going to do this, that, and everything else, but the enforcement side of the government doesn't want to enforce those laws, they're not going to enforce them. Well, they, they that's plain and simple. Well, they sure enforce the vaccine. I mean, they were ending careers over that one. I'm just glad to see that thing gone right well, now. Well, that's the that's the thing that they wanted to enforce. They're they're, they're it's picking and choosing. It's just like they whenever. Uh, the FBI shows up at a Democrat's house, uh, you know, it's this one guy, and they show up at the Republicans' house, it's a SWAT team. You know, so yeah. That's pretty much how it goes. Well, but, uh, yeah, what, what I'm wondering is, who do they have immunity from, from lawsuits on the vaccine? Who, the because government? If they, 
everybody. I mean, the, the manufacturers, the doctors, everybody, because uh, uh, I know people that's, you know, been gotten real sick and people have died from taking the vaccine. That's what they don't really say and don't tell you much about. No, and I think those are coming. Uh, in fact, I believe there's already been a few lawsuits already filed, but I think those are coming. I think what you're going to wind up seeing is there's going to be a lot of discretionary immunities, what they call it, for, their, their, for the governments uh, who made the decisions. Um, but you're going to wind up seeing manufacturer's liability. You're going to wind up seeing studies that, that prove things, and it's going to wind up being 10, 12 years down the road before they find a true connection uh, that they can point to and say unequivocally. But right now, anecdotally, everybody knows. Uh, that the vaccines have been problematic, and they certainly haven't done everything they're supposed to do. What I think is going to wind up happening is the government could be liable for ending people's careers and for overstepping their bounds on something that was experimental. And and we'll wait and see, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, it was an emergency thing and everything, but, you know, like I say, it's like they pushed it through, pushed it through, and then when they knew it was a problem, they still pushed it through. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And by the way, I'll, I'll say that was also partly in the Trump administration. Um, I think Biden took it a step way, 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 way too far. Uh, but the Trump administration was partly there with regards to their Operation Warp Speed, trying to get that vaccine out when I think that was part of the problem was the rush. Um, yeah, a lot of bad information on their part, I believe. Jeff Rowe, enjoy your time off, buddy. you got a few more days. All right. Well, thank you, Phil. You have a good one, man. See you, man. Um. All right. Hey, listen, let's wrap this up. The vaccine odyssey. I'm not even going to get to most of my stuff on this. I had so much more to go through. Um, By the way, I I will point out that the uh, U.S. military is changing its recruiting. I may wind up I may wind up saving some of this and having a whole segment tomorrow on military recruiting. I think I may. Um, But that being said, what's going to happen to those who lost their careers? Are they going to get reinstated? If you're not familiar, military.com has an article dated December 16th, that points out the fact that during the vote, when the Senate passed the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, when they passed the NDAA, there was debate on the floor. And the debate on the floor included the opportunity for amendments. And there was an amendment being offered, um, in that case by Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin and Ted Cruz of Texas, that would have reinstated the 8,000-plus who lost their careers. It would have reinstated them. It would have given them back pay and benefits. It would have offered them uh, time served, uh, and it would have made sure that their their records were honorable. Um, It was voted down. It was voted down 40 to 54. There were Republican senators Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Mitt Romney, and Mike Rounds who joined the Democrats to vote it down. I predict this. Legislation will be coming that will allow the reinstatement for those who wish to come back. I believe it will. Is it there yet? No. We'll talk about this more tomorrow, I do believe. All right, folks, what an amazing day. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Boomer and I back here tomorrow, too. Y'all have a great night. We'll see you then.